Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. John Solomon is joining us right now. Uh, hey, hey man, everyone. How are you? Hi, everyone. Hey, partner. Good to be back home. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So we have Amanda Head on the phone with I us on, on via Skype. I, I mean, um, so uh, do you have any uh, words uh, for Amanda? Yes. Listen, I am the luckiest guy in the world. Every day at six o'clock, I get to jump on there with the smartest woman in television. She keeps me honest. She keeps me out of trouble sometimes and uh she's taught me how to do television so i am forever grateful one of the greatest journalists i've ever worked with in my life so feel very like good yeah well that's one of the great things about rav is we're in touch with the audience on the ground more than that's any true. network in the country including yeah. the other big ones that yeah, you see on true. tv that are have a conservative uh you know uh, uh pundits on there and stuff because we send crews out at all the trump rallies cpac turning point multiple crews talk to the people on the ground right john it is and listen there's no better way I, i'm trapped in the beltway and it's a it's a a fake world it's like hollywood right there's nothing what you see is really what's happening you get on the real world you find out the disc that exists when you're uh, in Washington and people are thinking about, well, we need these things, and Washington's talking about something over here. Uh, there's nothing like what Real America's Voice has done in television. All the networks now, they have their New York, Hollywood, and uh, Washington power centers. Real America's Voice, the power center, is true America, right in the heart of America, and I think that's the game changer for television today. What do you think, Amanda? And, you know, for, for Real America's Voice and the, the coverage that they provide at the Trump rallies, that was my beat for the entire 2020 election. And getting out in the field and talking to people from every walk of life, people that, like John said, you know, these are people who every day they are having to pay their taxes. They're having to cross off items on their grocery list and unfortunately now decide whether to not cross items off their grocery list. These are the people who are raising their children and trying to raise humans who are going to contribute to this country and love this country and thrive in this country. And I think that that's lost on a lot of people in Washington. I don't think that those things, you know, our founding fathers, David, you were talking about how much I love history. Our founding fathers created the ultimate weight and responsibility and decisions of our governing bodies to be with the state and local governments because they wanted people to be neighbors. They wanted people to go to church with those who were legislating. They didn't want them to be this far off body 
in Washington who, who didn't have their finger on the pulse of America. And we've moved so far away from that and away from a place where, where elected leaders are connecting with their constituents. But I think, you know, I've seen some really positive changes in this, uh, in this class of Congress. This, what, what are you up to? 118th Congress with Kevin McCarthy at the helm. John knows I was very skeptical of his leadership as speaker, but he has done some really, really great things. And obviously he's one of our, our elected leaders here in California. And I've seen some really positive changes, especially with this freshman class of Republicans uh, moving into, into their position there on Capitol Hill. I think that we are starting to see a little bit of glimmer of hope yeah. as far as our elected bodies in Washington listening to the people. Because I think some of the priorities you're seeing that Kevin McCarthy and James Comer and Jim Jordan and all of the leaders on Capitol Hill within the Republican caucus, the priorities that they have for the first time in a long time, I feel like very, very closely reflect the priorities of the people who voted for them. It reminds me of uh, the 104th Congress a little. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of similarities. In fact, uh, Kevin McCarthy is a protege of Newt Gingrich, right? Newt Gingrich really trained him. And when people were saying last year, uh, we're not going to trust Kevin McCarthy, a rhino, we're all going to be disappointed. Newt Gingrich said, he's going to surprise you. You're going to watch what he does. And th those 15 hours of craziness on television where they were trying to pick the speaker, you saw him work in a way he realized that he had to make a deal with the other side of the party, something that the rhinos were unwilling to do for the last 20 years. I think that's why the uh, Republican Party has been so wayward. They weren't willing to, they put party over principle. They put uh, party over country. And I think that the uh, Freedom Caucus particularly said, uh-uh, yes. we're standing for country now. I think without them, uh, we could have been looking at a little bit of a weaker situation. Oh, right? no doubt. They changed, the, they changed the course of history. There's no doubt about it. And you see it now. Uh, we're only in May. Uh, Two-thirds of the commitment in America already passed. And for the first time in 20 years when a debt ceiling's been involved, uh, the Republicans are on offense. They actually got their plan first, and now Joe Biden has to negotiate against it. Republicans would usually wait to the last minute and just fold their cards every time with Barack Obama. This time, they're in the leadership position, even on the debt crisis. So a very big change in dynamics. So, Amanda, we have about a minute left, and then we're going to go to our next segment. Uh, any, uh, any closing words uh, about tonight, John, going forward? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, you know, I, I went, going back to what I was saying about this glimmer of hope, I think that people, when they when they witnessed those 15 hours on, on the floor of Congress when we were deciding when they were deciding speaker, uh, and we see this discord happening across America, just keep in mind that that's how it's supposed to be. Um, our founding fathers left a number of items on the agenda that were still up for debate. Obviously, slavery is the top one, and they didn't want to put a very precarious nation that was just starting to congeal in a position where they had to make such a pivotal decision. But conversation and and debate is literally woven into the fabric of our country. There's an amazing book called Founding Brothers by um, Joseph Ellis, and that's one of the key tenets he talks about, is that debate and discord and conversation, that is that is woven into the fabric of our country. So the more, the more conversations we can have with people on the other side, the more debate we can have, the better. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, thank you, Amanda Head uh, from News Not Noise, John Solomon's co-host. Everyone give her a round of applause. Yeah. Go, Amanda.
Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, John, uh, before we get to the next segment, sure. everybody in the audience, you know John is an award-winning journalist, uh, author, digital media entrepreneur. Uh, he was the chief executive officer, uh, actually you are, of Just the News, yeah. and you're the editor, which yeah. is an incredible news organization that he put together from scratch. I've watched it grow in just a couple of years, yeah. right? It's been uh, fun. Pretty incredible. Uh, also, you were the editor-in-chief of the Washington Times. I was. And oh. uh, you, you've been with the Associated Press and all these great uh, you know, news organizations and have been bringing us the truth and so much integrity. So when we come back, we're going to spend the next 40 minutes or so with John, talk about the hot issues. We're going to solve all the world's problems and give him a big round of applause. Great to be here. And we'll be right back with more from the America First Warehouse. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mike. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. We're joined by John Solomon, who's a, you know, a giant in the journalism business. And I feel Rav is this beacon, this shining light in a it sea is. of dishonest media, Pulitzer Prizes being given to the New York Times for the Russiagate and the WAPO, and it's all fake, right? It is. Um, a I, lot I of just, the news is fake today, there's no doubt. Yeah, it's incredible. So I, I just wanted to get into a little bit about you, um, the man behind Just the News. Uh, how did you get your start? Uh, what was it like growing up? And was there anything in your childhood that really stood out that put you in this path? 
Yeah, I, I mentioned my dad during the commercial break. My dad uh, grew up without his father. His father died when he was three, and he really raised himself in the bootstraps, and he made him himself into an officer. He rose eventually to be a police chief in neighboring Connecticut around here. And I saw his commitment to public service. He, I remember one time I was driving uh, on the highway one day, and a woman was stopped over the side of the road, and he pulled his uh, police cruiser up, and he was taking me to school, and he said, kid, get out and change the tire. And I went out, and we changed the tire, and he made sure that the woman was safe. And he said, that's what you do every day. You got to go out and make a difference. If you don't do something like that, you're not really serving the public. And so I said, hey, Dad, I, I know everyone else in our family is a police officer. I want to be a journalist. He gave me a really horrified look for a second. But he realized that, you know, if you could tell stories, that other people couldn't get, just like if he could solve crimes uh, that he would do as a detective and as a police chief, you can make a difference in the world. So if you're going to go do it, just make a difference in the world. Be the person that tells a, a morsel of truth every day that can make this country a little bit better, your community a little bit better. And that's what really motivated me. I um, I went to school. I was a 17-year-old kid because my son was, my father was a cop. I had to pay my way through school. He didn't have a salary to cover college education. And so I landed a job at UPI in the uh, fall of 1984. My job was to put in 300 football scores a day and was coming through uh, on the 1984 re-election campaign and the reporter who was supposed to cover him on the ground got stuck in traffic and I, I, the old wire editor looked over to me and said, do you got a social security card? Yep. Do you have a tie? Yep. You're going to cover Ronald Reagan tonight and I covered this event with Ronald Reagan uh, at Mater's Restaurant in Milwaukee as I, I remember and uh, that was my start. I got the bug and I never looked back. I wanted to be a reporter. I wanted to cover news and uh, ironically a 17 you're all covering Ronald Reagan was way outside my skill level, but I did it, and uh, 35 years later, I'm still doing what I love most, which is just to write stories and tell the truth to the American people. So, very, very lucky. Very lucky. That, that was a sea change in American thought uh, when the hostages were released. It was. Uh, when Reagan took, oh, took no office. Right? Yeah, they, saw what peace, they got to see what peace through strength looked like and the difference between peace, uh, the failure of peace through capitulation and what peace through strength looks like. And I think now with Joe Biden, they look back at Donald Trump and they say, well, I know what peace through strength looks like and I see what peace through appeasement looks like right now. Mentorship. Um, I had great mentors. My mother, uh, you know, made it on her own as a single woman in business. Absolutely. Um, Good job. Buzz Schwenk, the former Republican leader in Suffolk, delivered Nixon by 81,000 votes. He was my mentor. Wow. A, a young man, uh, incredible man. Yeah. Uh, who were some of yours? I, you know, I grew up, I, I was 17 years old at UPI. When I was 19, I was hired by the Associated Press. And by the age of 21, I was moved to Washington, D.C. And uh, all along, there were these amazing people that would teach me the basics, which is it's more important to be right than to be first. It's more important to be neutral uh, than to be provocative. And so those lessons were carried on. When I got to Washington, D.C., there was a giant of a journalist. His name was Walter Mears. He just died a few months ago. Uh, he was, uh, there's books written about him, uh, Boys on the Bus. Uh, the, the story of the 76 campaign is based on his great leader, leadership as a reporter. Uh, and he, I asked him, uh, uh, Walter, what's the key to a great reporter? And he said, well, I look at their souls. And I thought, that's the most esoteric thing. Said, no kid, not their souls, the souls of their shoes. If they're worn out, they're a good reporter. If they're not, I'm not hiring them. And I, and I realize that, that every day we have to get on the street, like Real America Voice says. You don't get stories by sitting behind a Twitter feed. You get stories by getting out and talking to real people, whistleblowers, FBI whistleblowers, people who knew the truth about Anthony Fauci. And that, that anecdote that day has stuck with me, which is if my shoes aren't worn, I'm not doing a good job as a journalist. So a big thank you to Walter Meir for my... The other thing you always used to say is, don't rest on your last story. You're only as 
good is your next story? And so you never stop the pursuit for truth. Every day you want to get out and, you know, I'm a CEO, but I still enjoy reporting more than anything else. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm not a, a, a journalist per se. I have a conservative uh, pundit side to me, and I'm in business for 35 years at a progressive, leftist, communistic, socialistic, paramilitary, <laughs> technocratic state of well, New York. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I have observations, and uh, now I'm on the road uh, with RAV for all these years, hearing the same story everywhere you go. I can't yeah. keep my restaurant open and this and that. But you have a lot of journalistic integrity. So um, how hard is it to, you know, ride that line and get your reporters to, you know, because I think Just the News is is just right on point all the time. Oh, thank you. And you never say anything that's not true, yeah. and uh, I really respect that. Well, thank you. Listen, we're never perfect. Journalism is a thank you, and uh, I'll bring all that back to the great people I work with. I'm very lucky. The newsroom of people I work with are just wonderful people, and we're a family. We work day and night together, and uh, they're a great group. Um, truth matters. In, in the last eight years, it hasn't mattered to most of my profession. There are days when I sometimes don't even want to call myself a journalist because I don't believe the state of journalism today is what I got into uh, 30 years ago. People are, are more concerned about the outcome and the agenda than the facts and the truth. And there has this growing belief among my profession that we're smarter than the rest of the American people, and that makes us dumber. We actually are wrong about that. The American people can't be fooled. They haven't been fooled. They, uh, they might get fooled for a few months, like what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop where someone was able to pull off a ruse or the first few months of Russia collusion. But over time, Americans perceive and they get facts and they make up their mind and no amount of chicanery in Washington or in the elitist media will change that. I think the greatest failure of my profession now is three things. They're not interested in facts. They're not interested in neutrality. And they're not interested in uh, going open-minded into a story. They already have their story in mind and then they try to fit the facts into that story to whatever outcome that they're trying to achieve. That wasn't journalism of the past. That wasn't the Walter Cronkite or the people we invited into our uh, rooms every uh, night at 6 o'clock on television. But the profession's been corrupted, and the only way to fix it now is to create a competitor to it, to literally go back, yeah. back to the future, do old-fashioned journalism in the modern era. And I wouldn't mind if, I think as long as you're honest about where you're coming from, yeah. what's your experiences in life that brought you there, instead of pushing an agenda for a corporate, for board of directors, right. or, you know, um, now this undercover video from James O'Keefe where the Fox News producer is saying that Tucker was fired for his, you know, uh, by corporate and, and Dominion interest. And, you know, um, so um, I, I think as long as people are, are honest about where they're coming from, if they're going to go that route, yeah, sure. it, it's not as bad, right, as... Yeah, listen, CNN. transparency is the best uh, solution for so much in our country. The more we're transparent, the more people can make an informed decision. Today's elitists, whether in government, uh, in politics, or in media, they're afraid to let you see what really is. They're afraid to let you make up their mind. They saw what happened in the 2016 election, and it threatened their whole franchise in Washington and New York and Hollywood. And so they tried to keep from you the facts that you need to make to be an informed public. That's not what our founding fathers intended. And it's certainly not what we at Justin News want to do. We trust our readers. Uh, we have a dig-in tool and everything that's in our reporter's notebook. You can see. You can go in and look at every document, every audio, every video, every research link that we did. I defy you to go to the New York Times.
times and find that they don't want you to see what they saw. They want you to take their word for it. Uh, I think that's arrogant, and we won't do that at Just News. The, the Republicans in the New York State Legislature joke that Albany, they call it the Politburo, uh, because it's so far gone. It's like yeah. a guerrilla leftist movement. It's really crazy what they're doing, letting the criminals roam the streets and everything. Um, have we lost our republic, and have we descended into a Marxist-style banana republic takeover? Is it here? Uh, you know, uh First off, a lot of New York is in Florida now. That tells you something, right? People voted with their feet. They voted with their conscience. They moved out of this state and they went to a freer state because New York maybe used to be that way a long time ago, but it's not now. Uh, there is an extraordinary pull towards the left, an extraordinary pull towards modern-day European socialism in this country. Uh, it's not here permanently yet. Uh, there, and I've always looked, if you look at the history of America, every time there's been a tug away from the American experience, the gravity of our constitutional republic tends to pull us back to the middle. 2024 will tell us whether that cycle repeats itself, whether we pull ourselves back to the middle to common sense, or whether the, uh, a minority in the left party uh, pulls this entire country into a disastrous future. Uh, 2024, we say every election is important. 2024 is a future deciding election. The next 50 years of American history are going to be written by the votes that are cast that day in November 2024. Ronald Reagan said we're only one generation away from losing our democracy. Right. Is that this generation that's being destroyed in the schools? We have a minute. Yeah, listen, uh, the left won the battle. The le left won the battle of 2020 in 2002, 2003, when they were training your children and your grandchildren. The, uh, the effort to in infuse the minds of a two young generations of Americans to a leftist ideology is where, why we find ourselves now. So taking back schools is the first part of taking back the country. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really worried. Uh, there is pushback, though. Uh, I went to South Carolina recently to cover Trump. 3,000 moms for liberty got oh, into yeah. the school systems. Save our schools. There is yeah. a big move. New Hampshire, parental rights bill is the biggest thing pending outside of expanding tax credits to send your kid to a school that's not being brainwashed, right? That's right. Um, so the very important. Um, so um, when we come back, we're going to talk uh, more about other issues, your recent headlines, because John Solomon has broken stories or just over the last couple of weeks that are uh, just amazing of weeks, yeah. and uh, you know fortunately our audience is I feel very educated on what's going on and you know once you're enlightened you can't go back how do you wake up the other half of America yeah. so uh, we're going to dive into that we'll come when we come back and I want to thank everybody in the live studio audience for joining us Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days 
days of Triple Lock Home Title Protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. We have an evening with John Solomon here from uh, Just the News, the CEO and editor. And we've got this incredible live crowd. Say hello, everybody, again. All right. Look at that. (laughs) So nobody's been on the forefront of telling the truth, except for a few people, I believe. You know, you're watching the MSM every night, and then some of the networks who people felt were on their side are afraid to say things and air things that may be uh, vindicate how people have felt over the last few years. So, especially the setup job by Hillary, starting in 2015, where Biden sat in those meetings, right? He did. We now know he sat one in August. We knew he sat one in uh, early January 2017 before they were handing off, but August of 2016, he's read in that Hillary Clinton is going to pull a dirty dirty trick on Donald Trump and hang a Russian signal on the Trump campaign house, uh, and he stays silent for seven years. may may not remember it now, but back then he would have been read in pretty well. So, yeah, really extraordinary. Uh, Rudy Giuliani on the war room today was talking about how he really only learned a handful of new things in the Durham report. That's right. And uh, he's saying, why didn't they take a RICO uh, suit against what the left was doing to Donald Trump back in? Because they had most of this evidence in, say, his early as April 2020, right? Oh, easily. Yeah, I think a lot of it they knew even going back into the, by December of 2019. Uh, it's a shame that we learned about the 2016 elections finality in 2023. It doesn't seem fair. Right. Uh, Greg Jarrett. Uh, warned that Barr was not the right pick yeah. while he was being, uh, you know, uh, chosen. Yeah. Um, was he right? Well, listen, uh, I tried not to have any opinions, but I'll tell you, I'll try to explain his side and also who Bill Barr is. Bill Barr is a very conservative lawyer, but he's an institutionalist. He still believes yeah. that the Justice Department and the FBI are noble institutions. They can only be noble if the people working for them and leading them are noble. And what you now see in the in the John Durham report is the people who led the FBI and the Justice Department in 16, 17, 18, and 19. By the way, people that Donald Trump appointed were not noble. They actually knew they were conducting an investigation without a crime, without evidence of a crime, and they persisted and allowed it to happen. They were 
are willing to violate the civil liberties of an American citizen named Carter Page without any uh, reservation. Whose life was turned upside down. He was. Uh, along with Papadopoulos yeah. and everybody else. And we know that was uh, a, a setup. Right? We were, for the last six, seven years, we've had the mainstream media and uh, our establishment bureaucrats tell us spies are interfering in our election. Spies are interfering in our election. Spies are interfering in our election. It's true. But they weren't Russian spies. They weren't Iranian spies. They weren't North Korean spies. They weren't Chinese spies. They were American spies putting their thumb and the uh, credentials that we gave them as intelligence experts uh, on the scale of an American election. Two consecutive elections significantly impacted by American spies using the tactics of disinformation and propaganda that we taught them to fight our enemies. and Instead, they turned it against the American people. Uh, how does Adam Schiff stand up there and continue to say that um, they were telling the truth? Does he have any credibility on that? Now, people in California will still believe him, but that's California, right? And he's <laughs> running for Senate in California. So uh, Adam Schiff is the modern day Joe McCarthy. Maybe that's even being unfair to Joe McCarthy a little bit. He has been willing to say anything regardless of the facts. He sat in the exact same briefings as Devin Nunes, and yet he went on TV for four years and said, there's evidence of collusion. I've seen what he saw was a political opportunity to smear Donald Trump and to deceive the American people. For that, he's been kicked off the Intelligence Committee. That's a very small in uh, California. He'll wear it as a badge of honor. But um, the tactics of Adam Schiff are the most dangerous threat to Americans. We've always assumed that the intelligence community would stay apolitical. That's key to the constitutional republic. The FBI would stay apolitical. Adam Schiff has pushed the, uh, the CIA, the FBI, and the intelligence community to be more political, to achieve a political end. And in so doing, he puts a grave part of our security system at risk now. The CIA, uh, the middle letters of the word appreciate, or CIA, it used to be that way, right? Yeah. I'm not so sure uh, anymore. Yeah. Um, I want to say one thing about that. The yeah. vast majority of people in the FBI and CIA are still patriots. I, I really want to defend them. I was able to do the reporting and break the stories that I broke over the last seven years because people in the dead of night, in the uh, Saturdays and Sundays, would come meet me, people who wore the badge, people who wore the honor of the CIA seal, and tell me, John, what's going on in this country is wrong. What's happening in my own agency, I want to out it. The guy at the IRS is putting his whole career on the line right now to out the Hunter Biden shenanigans. So there are the vast majority of people in the United States government today still believe in the republic and the goodness of this country. There's a small number at the top that have hijacked the entire government. And unless we throw them out, unless we shrink the size of government and throw them out, they're going to win long term. Yeah, I have people close to me that helped uh, solve many terrorist attacks in the United States and exactly. in the JTTF. So I, I think you're right you about that. But yeah. Uh, the leadership's gone awry, and 90% uh, of the donations went to Hillary Clinton and DOJ in 2016 know. from government, yeah. you know, in DOJ. Uh, but I wanted to segue right into 9-11. Uh, uh, I lost one of my best friends. My whole family has lost so many countless people. My sister lost 81 clients. You know, it was mm -hmm. a terrible day. And uh, I was a little mixed on the Patriot Act, and which re-invoked the FISA courts from the 70s. That's right. Right? Um, and now... James Comey went for four warrants in front of the FISA uh, court with four unverified documents, and that's how they predicated yeah, He got fired the before the fourth one, so he gets credit for the first three. Uh, Andy McCabe did the fourth one, his sidekick. Um, yeah, listen, they signed and said it was verified. Now they say they never looked at it. They lied to a court when they said they verified it, that they had read it themselves. There was nothing in the FISA warrant that actually was substantiated. Will there to be any day. repercussions? None. No, listen, the big repercussion is maybe Kevin McCarthy 
in the House as part of a budget uh, that's passed in uh, September for the fiscal year 2024 can put a rider in there saying any one of the 51 people who signed the letter lying to the American people in 2020, anyone who had anything to do with the FISA warrants, they may not get their pension, they may not get any future federal contracts, they may never get a salary. If they want to work for the government going forward, they'll have to work for zero dollars. They could do that and there could be some uh, financial penalty there for people who live off the government as contractors after they leave their job. But for the vast majority of them, uh, the shame that, that um, uh, was thrust upon them by the Durham report doesn't mean anything to them. They're actually very proud of what they did. Yeah, we had Cash Patel up on the stage here last year, and yeah. he said the same thing. you got to hit them in the pocketbook, and maybe they don't get a new Learjet or furniture and stuff like yeah. that, too, for these agencies, unless they, because they, they don't understand maybe anything else. Uh, That's right. Know. At the event I covered as a 17-year-old with Ronald Reagan, Reagan, the other the line, government isn't the solution, it's the problem. And yet, for the last 20 years, when Republicans have either been in charge of con uh, gov uh, Congress or the White House, they've continued to grow will and a steal in the Republican Party. I haven't seen in a long time, at least in the House. I'm not so sure about the Senate. Yeah. But there's a moment to to actually achieve what Donald, uh, what Ronald Reagan promised to do, which was to shrink the size of government. One thing that concerns me is there's been over 40,000 FISA warrants since 9-11 issues. Yes. How many innocent Americans were railroaded? Uh, maybe that should be a story in just the news one day. It's yeah. <laughs> a great uh, question. We've done a lot of work on that. You know, a year after the IG report came out saying that the Russia collusion uh, FISA warrants were all bogus and bad and two, some had literally uh, felonious information in there, things that sent a man to be convicted. There was another audit done of just everyday FISA warrants and like seven-eighths of them were found to be deficient. So even after Chris Ray said he fixed the problem, there were FISA warrants. The vast majority of FISA warrants that were sampled by the Justice Department Inspector General were found to still be unlawful or deficient, not meeting the standards. So it isn't fixed. It's not fixed. And have they used the Patriot Act to weaponize the pro-life movement and other things, right? Maybe? It's a little bit harder there, right? Because a lot yeah. of the Patriot Act deals with foreign terrorism. And uh, But listen, yeah. the, the term domestic terrorism is being applied to anyone who doesn't agree with the current elitist government. And that is a dangerous thing. That's exactly what our founding fathers feared of a large central government. Uh, maybe a lot of the tools of the Patriot Act aren't being used against them because they usually require uh, a federal court's involvement here. But the tactics, uh, just think of how many times in the last two years the Federal Bureau of Investigation sent out its SWAT teams to arrest someone for a misdemeanor crime. That is outrageous. We're supposed to reserve SWAT teams for the most dangerous criminals in America. Now it's abortion protesters and people who walked into the Capitol uh, and their lone crime that they've been charged with is trespassing, and we deployed a SWAT team at 6 a.m. in the morning with bearcats and, and hand grenades and flashbangs. Uh, that's not the America that yeah. our founding fathers uh, imagined. But you're right. Uh, FISA was you know, geared to track communications coming in and out of the country, country originally, yeah. so you're right about yeah. that. Um, but you know, is, is Patriot Act being stretched to go after good there's, Americans? There's a real litmus test for people who are conservative. At the end of this year, key provisions of the Patriot Act expire, particularly Section 702, which Edward Snowden famously made famous by calling it warrantless spying, which it is. It is warrantless spying. Republicans have a choice. They can approve it. They can modify it. They can get rid of it. If they just rubber stamp it again, like Paul Ryan did in 2017, here's the most amazing thing. In 2017, Paul Ryan and the House Intelligence Committee were already read in to the abuses that had occurred in Russia, collusion, abuses that were predominantly 
carried out by using the Patriot Act. That was a Patriot Act case, a foreign intelligence case, and yet they rubber stamped those powers for another five years. If they do it again, they haven't been true to the word. Uh, yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to get into the Hunter Biden tax probe, the border, the new Florida abortion bill and yeah. Trump weighing in on it. Um, so we have a lot more coming to you for our live audience and everybody across the country watching us in Real America's Voice News. Welcome to the Raff family. We're here with an evening with John Solomon, uh, the editor and CEO of Just the News. And uh, we'll be right back with more. Thank you for joining us. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. What do you think of the America First Warehouse? The first thing I thought is, boy, would I love to have one of these in Washington, D.C. You yeah. would drive the Washington, D.C. establishment crazy. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. The expression of patriotism that's here, the patriots in the crowd. Uh, we need more of these all across America. You we know, really do. Uh, we're all over the country on the ground. I was just in Iowa, New Hampshire in the last week. And people turn on RAV in the morning. They don't turn it off until it's they amazing, go to sleep. Isn't it? My in-laws are maniacs with it. And, you know, these people are an educated crowd. It's and true. they know what's going on. They do. And in New York, we're getting hit in the pocketbook harder than anybody, probably except California. And we're tired of being told we're the bad people for being the good people, right? Yeah, that's right. 
So, not to pontificate, but that's how we feel. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, nobody represents the guys who opens the gates for his crews every morning, that's for sure. Um, the Hunter Biden tax probe. Yeah. An IRS whistleblower, one of your exclusive stories that you broke, right? Yeah. Uh, was retaliated against. Can you tell us about that whole thing? Yeah. Uh, a few weeks after the IRS commissioner looked at Congress in the eye and said, there will be no reprisal, there will be no retaliation. Not only was the agent, supervisory agent, but his entire team was kicked off the Hunter Biden case at the most critical point in the case right now because they're trying to make a charging decision in the next couple of weeks and all the institutional knowledge that the IRS gained from its investigation is out the door as part of a political reprisal according to his lawyers. Congress is upset. Uh, you're going to see the IRS commissioner, maybe the attorney general hauled before Congress in the next few weeks and, and some tough questions asked. I think what's going on behind the scenes is they're trying to get the best possible deal for Hunter Biden and you can't have the people who knew the crimes best looking over that so they've kicked them out of the room so they can't be in the room just another example of the, the daily shenanigans that go on inside our government yeah uh, I, I i think that um this is going to continue on and we know lois lerner met 120 times or so yeah. with uh, obama sure. targeting conservative groups yep. um do you think them dismantling this investigative team was political it had to be. Listen, there is a decision that's made. And listen, whether it's political or not, it's illegal, right? The, the statute is clear. Once a whistleblower makes a protected disclosure to Congress or to the agencies, and by the way, he did it both. He did it. And the IRS contradicted itself, didn't they say uh, that they would not interfere in any yeah. investigation? Here's my guess of how this will play out. The IRS Justice Department and the Justice Department will say, well, he's not our whistleblower, and they'll go around in a circle until the media get tired of it. It's exactly what happens to people who have the courage to come forward. It's why so many people that came forward to me would never go through the official whistleblower channels. They'd meet in a park at night somewhere in dark where they couldn't be seen because they didn't believe that going through the official whistleblower channels would actually result in change. It would just result in the end of the career. There's a second whistleblower. I just broke the story yesterday. Right. An FBI whistleblower. Uh, his job was to find open intelligence that was a threat to the government. He found open intelligence where someone was legitimately raising a question about whether Christopher Ray's testimony to Congress about January 6th and not having informants in the Proud Boys, which now looks to be inaccurate. He denied there was, or he suggested there wasn't, maybe an outright denial. All he did was his job. He forwarded the open intelligence. Say, hey, there's open intelligence calling into question Chris Ray's uh, testimony. He has had his security clearance taken away from him. This is a Marine who served two tours of combat duty and was the employee of the year for the FBI just four years ago. He now doesn't get a paycheck for the last year. He's been denied a paycheck for an entire year simply for passing on what his job required him to pass on. You can't challenge the people in leadership right now. The only action is punishment. Didn't the FBI set something up where if you want to be a whistleblower, you can't go directly to Congress. You've got to go to them first and they'll decide whether it's worthy. They tried that. Yeah, right? but Chuck Grassley said stop that and okay. they passed the law that kept that from happening but here's what they do all right we're not going to retaliate against you we just have a questions about your allegiance to your country so we're going to go back through your security clearance security clearance is the new reprisal thing because it's not defined by the statute and if you give a bureaucrat even a quarter of an inch they'll find a way to make a yard of uh, of end runs around it uh the security clearance what they do is they they starve a person if you don't have a security clearance they have agent you can't work cases you can't work cases they don't have to pay you so they just wait until you now resign because because you can no longer afford to pay your kids a food bill and your school bill or take early yeah. retirement and, you're, and most of them are not near anywhere near retirement that is the yeah. shameful thing that's going on in the fbi right now 
Interesting. Um, let's talk about the border. Uh, our very own Ben Burkwam has, yeah. last night, uh, you know, we, we aired something where, you know, he's on the border and he finds passports from Ghana, uh, from uh, all these countries in yeah. Guinea, in Africa, yep. and then one from Iran, piles yep. of passports left because they dropped them before they crossed the border, right? They do. And listen, uh, any hostile power that wanted to get their assets in the country, a sleeper cell or something worse, uh, they're in the country. Uh, just think of this. this is a, these are real statistics that were provided to us by the Border Patrol Union. Um, at the end of the Trump presidency, uh, anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000 people uh, crossed the border day. That was near an all-time low. Uh, uh, it doubled almost instantly the second Joe Biden got into office. It's at 10,000 a day right now an all-time high by, by a mile. Here's how this works. At, uh, at two to 3,000 people a day, 90% of the Border Patrol are in position to protect the border. When it gets to 5,000, it goes down to 50%. At 10,000, which it is now at 30%, it's projected in a few months to get to 16,000 illegal crossers a day. At that point, only 10% of our border will be protected. We will have the most open border in the Western world, the least protected border in the Western world. Yeah, and the sheriff's down there really upset about it and uh, you know you can't uh, protect our ports of entry if you're changing oh, diapers right that's and right. doing other things so they become uh, a concierge service that's what yeah, they become uh, a full scale invasion going on in my opinion um, so DeSantis probably made a smart political move, um, along with 24 other Republican governors. Yes. Uh, in Just the News, you had that, I think, today yeah. or yesterday, uh, committing to help Texas defend its border. But DeSantis allocated a lot of resources and manpower. Can you talk about that? Yeah, listen, he has been helpful to Texas uh, from the moment that uh, Governor Abbott said, hey, I'm going to just put my own people on the border. I'll fill in the gap that the federal government has abandoned. And uh, of course, over time, it becomes expensive. You wear down manpower. Uh, the, the threat is far greater than when Greg Governor Abbott first started the Lone Star Project to protect the state. So multiple governors, Ron DeSantis, chief among them, has given the most assets. I'm going to send law enforcement. I'm going to send state guard over. I'm going to help you defend your border because if we stop them there, they might not reach Florida. It's a very novel idea, novel argument. The 23 other governors are also chipping in all the way up to North Dakota and South Dakota. Yeah. So um, I think in a lot of ways, if you go back to the founding days of our country, this is exactly what our founding fathers thought, that states' rights and federalism would step into the gap if a big federal government failed, and you're seeing 24 courageous governors do that right now. Nobody's protected the border more than Donald Trump in our history, oh, the no southern doubt. border. Yeah. And, you know, he threatened the president of Mexico with a 25% tariff on car yeah. parts and car manufacturing. And he meant it. And yeah. uh, it worked, right? Yeah. Uh, we closed the border 83 86%. Um, and uh, I was just up in New Hampshire, and they led the country per capita in uh, heroin overdoses but now what's going on is the fentanyl's coming through oh, yeah. but it's synthetic opioids and it's crystal meth and in Manchester New Hampshire out of a population of 110,000 people they have 700 overdoses per month which is 10% of the population yeah. almost has overdoses in the city of Manchester it's unreal um, sinful yeah I, so you had a story that the cartels know there's so much media attention right. that they're going to wait for it to ebb a little and then they're going to ramp up their and activity by the way Joe Biden knew that. That's why he's bragging. Look, it's going down now. There is no 
Bill Christ says the conservatives have all made it up. They knew the cartels were going to pull down. But the cartel, listen, the cartels are businesses. They have an advertising and marketing department practically. And they knew that this was a moment that all the media would be down there. Let's back off when the media leaves the border in a couple of weeks because they lose interest. We'll blow, bowl it over with 20, 25,000 people a day. Um, and Joe Biden knew that. He took advantage of that for politics, something he's done every step of his presidency. Um, there is something that I think we lose. We're, in, we're, we're engaged in a chemical warfare moment, and fentanyl is a chemical warfare component. It is a weapon of mass destruction, and it isn't the cartels that it starts with. It starts with China. China makes all the precursors and ships them to the cartels in uh, uh, Mexico, and then they manufacture it, and they send it across our border. This is part of China's problem uh, or uh, strategy to unseat America. Poison your children on social media, TikTok poison your children with chemicals, fentanyl, China is the starting point in Watertown, New York, uh, you know, had stuff presented to Trump, you know, which he uh, recognized uh, for them and uh, so extraordinary. So our heart goes out to them. They lost two sons in a year. Oh. Due to, uh, Drugs. So in every community in America now, this is happening. And you know, the, the media wants to call it an overdose. Most of these are poisonings. There are people that haven't even tried drugs. Uh, babies that pick up a pill on the floor and they're instantly killed before they can get a, a shot to save them. Uh, this is an epic crisis, and there is zero words coming out of this administration to address and more it. More people die uh, every year here than the Vietnam and Korean Wars combined yeah, uh, from it. So 110,000 last year. It's unbelievable. Uh, pretty incredible. All right. Uh, we have about 45 seconds a minute. I'll let you give the closing statement uh, about uh, what do you think is going to happen going forward? Listen, I, I think all uh, all of the chips for the next 10, 20 years of our future rest on the next election. And uh, the one big change from the last two elections, Joe Biden can't claim the Hunter Biden laptop is disinformation. He can't hide in his basement. There won't be a pandemic. And Republicans are going to do the early voting game for the first time. They did a little bit in New York. That's why they were so successful. A Republican early voting uh, campaign probably tips the election nationwide back to the Republicans. Uh, they already win Election Day by a large amount, but they've been starting 200,000 under the under the whole if they do that i think 2024 could be a very red year in the election just the news the most important news outlet in the united states go to justthenews.com and get on his subscribership for his daily updates it's really extraordinary we want to thank john solomon for telling the truth and our live studio thank you, audience thank you everybody You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting 
hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. taxnetworkusa.com slash victor.